Hey, patrons, welcome to your bonus podcast. Ian Halliday is here to talk some more about creativity and being a small potato and all those things. Hello, welcome again. Thank you. I'm glad to be back so quickly. <laughs> we were having a little thing in between the two interviews that I was like, oh, this, maybe it's this. And then I just cut myself off and now I can't remember what I was. Oh, it was, I was thinking about talking about coming back from a creative disappointment and I wanted to use the example of your show that was closed due to COVID, but then I started thinking, but wait, was that a disappointment or was it, did it feel like a relief in some ways? Uh, Oh no. Well, that was a disappointment to not be able to um, enjoy the flower of a plant that we had been tending so long and had, Mm. you know, and we lost a lot of money. And at a certain point it was like, okay, we're going to have to get the set out of the theater like it's really over. It's not you know, going to happen um, unless we spend all that money again. Um, so that was a disappointment. But I think rather than saying like, okay, we're going to, as soon as we can, we're going to rush in and do this show again. And we're going to grind our gears and make it happen. Um, I really got back into not only making my zine, which is right now number 66 is on the drawing board, but connecting with zine culture and really starting to communicate more with other people who have zines, who, you know, I've known their name forever. They've been part of the scene in the way I have. And it's like, well, let me actually write that person a letter, you know, actually take the time to go order a copy of one of their zines and send money for it and support it, even though maybe I'll get a free copy somehow down the road. Like, just just get it and then let them know what you thought of it, because that's really gratefully received by any small potato. And then my husband, who I don't know if you can hear him, he's playing the banjo <laughs> in the other room. <laughs> he started learning how to play the banjo. Then he wrote a four-person chamber musical, this dystopian thing called The End of All Flesh, in which he plays a character named Pa, who plays the banjo and has really long hair and a really long beard, which has been another pandemic project for him that unfortunately <laughs> shows no sign of stopping. And, you know, it was a good part for me. And it was like, I, that play would never have happened if we had been continuing to slog along doing mm-hmm. the show I Am Nobody and trying to drag audience members in to see it and be so focused on the promotional efforts, both like me reconnecting to the joy of making zines and Greg writing this new show and us traveling to New Hampshire because an opportunity arose to do it one night at the Rochester Opera House. It was a blast. It was so fun, you know, and just to discover this this thing it was like you know the the fields had been forced to lay fallow for a little while and then good things started to grow as a result uh yeah it's really um that yeah that's that's another interesting place that i'm at with the pandemic and you know i uh, i had a plan to write a new show at and do it at dixon place and it was going to have this i was going to be traveling to india to volunteer with this animal dog rescue and like <laughs> Uh, we had a conversation like a week before everything shut down and I was still in denial that there was a pandemic coming and we were like, yeah, yeah, and then we're going to do this and do that and da, da, da. And then it didn't happen, obviously. And I think there was part of me that, you know, I, this is the thing that I'd like to learn from talking to people like you and just being a person like, okay, so what, what do I do now? Instead of like, oh, well, the idea didn't work. So that's it now. Yeah, Yeah, I'm done now. 
yeah, yeah. so well it's like i mean there's an element to, it's i don't want to compare the pandemic to a snow day but <laughs> you know there is a thing of like sometimes sometimes shit just happens and you don't get to do the thing that you thought you were going to get to do I even you know when my children were little and our apartment was the size of a matchbox and everybody's birthday party would be out in the playground it's like my daughter's birthday is July 3rd and I remember the fourth birthday party where it just poured rain I woke up and it was just pouring and I was like it was like the worst tragedy that I could possibly conceive of and she was just like oh well can we go can we go see a movie and do my party next week I was like, oh, that was a, thank you, Sensei. That was a good <laughs> good thing for me to hear, you know? It's like, yeah, there are things beyond our control. And you, at a certain point, it's like, if the if the world is showing you, you think's not going to happen the way you thought it was, we're going to release you now. We're going to release you to find something else or to muck around in a different direction, you know? Or what interests you? Why don't you do that thing for a while? Do you have yeah. a new interest? Oh, why don't you check that out? Is there something that you could do a little bit better that you'd like to improve at? Why don't you go do that instead? Don't just keep yeah. trying to force your way through with something that ain't happening. Yeah, I, I love it. Not exactly related, but it's something that feels in the same energy to me of like, I think one of my, I don't want to say, I don't want to be too hard on myself or like rude to myself, but like this, <laughs> this kind of energy of like, oh, well, like I guess it just can't, do anything yeah. now that I was watching a video of somebody with like the new Mac computer that just came out the Mac studio and they have a big monitor and all this stuff. I was like, Oh, if I had something like that, I would really be doing a lot of work. And then I had like, wait a minute, you have like, I live in Brooklyn with the extra bedroom that I use for a studio. I have a computer, I have keyboards, I have like a video camera, like you have tools, like go ahead, do that thing. Like, it's yeah. just like, it's, it, and it's that little kid energy that I think, um, I really would like to tap into more of like, wh- this is an adventure. Like, look at all these things I could possibly do. What should I do today? Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And I think, I mean, you know, it, I don't know if this is true for you. It's true for me. Um, I, whenever I am at the helm of a project or like I would use as my variety show as an example that I had this variety show that I'm hoping to get back to, but it always came together at the very last minute. So there was always show day. People would start rolling up in the afternoon and some of them had never performed with me or even met me before. And they'd come in with their musical instrument or their costume or their puppet or whatever. And I always felt like it was my job to, no matter what I was feeling or what I was worried about or how much time you know, was left on the clock, that I make them feel welcome. I introduce people to each other. I create this culture where it's like, we're so glad you're here. You know, this is, you're part of something fun. You're going to leave feeling really good that you did that. So it's easy to have that game face on when there are a bunch of people looking at you like, is it going to be good? But it once those people are gone, you can often sink to the depths of like no it's not gonna be good because nobody <laughs> cares and it sucks <laughs> like i don't have enough time and i'm tired it's like you know you, you just kind of gotta go 
with yourself of a little bit of like, it's going to be great. I'm so glad you're here. Wow. What you have to offer is wonderful. This is going to be fun. Yeah. There's a moment that I, it's a, this little, I taught at a Montessori school when I was lived in Texas and um, they had one of those ropes courses. Do you know what these things are? Sure like, do. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> we were doing one as the faculty of this school and I was climbing up this like tree where these ropes were attached. We were all harnessed in and I was going to have to meet this woman that I teach with at the top. And we we're going to have to like walk sideways along these two tight ropes, supporting each other with our wrists or with our hands. <laughs> we had helmets on, like there was a net, like it was perfectly safe. But I was climbing up the tree, like freaking out. Like this is really fucking scary. But yeah. I got to the top and I saw her face and I had a moment of like, fuck she's freaking out more than me so i have to be the supportive one now and i have to like snap out of it and and not freak out now which is what did it work it did yeah because i didn't have any choice it was either that like okay we're both freaking out forget it you know like and i think that's kind of that energy you were talking about that i find too when i'm organizing something like i'm responsible for making sure everyone else feels okay so I, i have to like not feel scared or yeah, like, it's like a codicil it to fake it till you make it, which yeah. is like, you know, when I say that, it drives my daughter insane. And I'm like, I'm not saying be fake. I'm saying just, you know, pretend like you're capable of doing what you're trying to do. <laughs> pretend yeah. like the things beyond your control will maybe fall into place enough for this thing to happen. Yeah. And part of that, too, is like, you probably are qualified. You probably really can do the thing yeah, that you're right. scared of. And if and you can't, like, that's okay, too. You'll find that yeah, out as well. The, your day is not going to be better. And certainly the people around you, their day is not going to be better if all you bring is big Eeyore energy all the time. <laughs> Nobody wants that bummer. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even want that bummer, you know? So yeah, back up a little. <laughs> I love it. That's a perfect ending for our bonus uh, conversation here. (laughs) It was really great to talk to you in both of our places. I agree. It was a lovely visit. Thank you for having me. Sure.